Okay. It's it's on Netflix. I believe you. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Geek Chew Podcast, where we talk about the pop culture stuff that we like, chew on it, we chew on it. <laughs> How do you not, art? it's been like five years. Yeah, we should, uh, it's been like seven, so we, <laughs> I should just have it like, uh, I should have a set thing at the top of the, anyway, my name's Eamon. <laughs> and I'm Charlene. And our intro music is by my brother, Ryan. And uh, I guess we'll just get right into the new book club book that we've chosen. And by get into it, I just mean announce it. Yes, because I have not started it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's a major announcement. Anyway, the book is The 10th of December, colon, Stories by Mm -hmm. George Saunders. So it's a compilation of short stories from different magazines and stuff that have been previously published. Right. Uh, which is something we have not really done before. Like yeah. I have some books that are collections of short stories that I've read. So I think this is an interesting and fun and different choice. Yeah. But the book was published in 2013 and this is the same guy who wrote Lincoln on the Bardo, Lincoln in the Bardo, um, which we listened to on one of our longer road trips. Yeah, Lincoln and the Bardo was um, the Booker winner, Booker Prize winner that year. That yeah. it, mm-hmm. that I don't really remember too much about it. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> cool. cool. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, so we'll see how that goes. It's taken me a little bit to to get into it, so I have started it and not really gone back. And that's not exactly the recipe for. Uh, Finishing a book club book. I think if I'm going to maybe try to give a little advice as far as short stories go, uh, and I haven't even looked at the book, so I don't know how long these stories are. It's really good to to try to read a short story kind of like in one go and not split it up. So depend. I mean, I'm not sure how what the length is on these short stories, but really, it's like a it's on Kindle. So yeah, but they should. I, I feel like they're they're kind of meant to be ingested in one sitting. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know if that's going to happen, but that makes sense. But speaking of book club books, I did finish the second book in the Broken Earth uh, trilogy. Broken Earth trilogy. Ugh, I'm so behind. You know why? I, I don't like reading on the Kindle that I have because I've been using Courtney's Kindle Fire, yeah. and I don't dig it. And my Kindle won't hold a charge anymore because it's like mm, the original Kindle. Yeah. So it's <laughs> uh, God. I don't even know how many years old. 10, 11 years. Like I've, I've had it since, I mean, it's not the original, original Kindle. It's like the second version that came out after the original one came out, but it was like before people even really were reading digital books. Yeah. Second book was good though. You should, uh, you should fix that. I do. Well, <laughs> get me a new Kindle. I want okay. the paper white. Uh, the obelisk gate was the second one and the stone sky is the third one, which is in my queue, like right behind the book club book. So, uh, I will either get distracted and read that instead, or 
you know, make myself push through the book club book so I can get to the third. I think that's kind of the point of doing a book club is making Making it the priority. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Otherwise, who knows how long it could take us to record (laughs) next episode. I mean, is the goal really to like, if, if our goal is to try to record once a week, uh, I don't think book club book should be once a week. The next episode. No, absolutely not. That's just not realistic for our life. Anyway, it's really good. Second book really like expands upon the, the world and the uh, powers, I guess that other people possess. And it's just, it's good stuff. Well, I'm very excited to to read that. I mean, I'm still almost I'm almost done with three three body problem. Just the first book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's another one. I don't. Uh, I finished the second one and I haven't started the third. Obviously, but I don't. Did I? I might have purchased it and it's also sitting in the queue. I think so. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. I should read more, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. I mean, it sounds like you're doing a lot of reading. It's just, you know, you've got a, st- a lot of stuff lined up. Yeah. Before we get into, like, I guess the bulk of our movie discussion, like, we've, what else are we going to cover? Because I got, like, some Netflix stuff and some, I mean, I guess some of the movies are Netflix, but. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I've been reading a lot of um, audiobooks on my way to work. So I've, I've finished Calypso. David Sedaris's most oh, recent yep. book. I won't um, to them. You should. It's really funny. It's it, it's all it's a lot more. I mean, not, it's not somber, but it's. I mean, like the whole theme is a little bit more. It, it's just different than yeah. his other stuff. That's a, a little bit lighter, but still funny. Right. And then um, I finished Washington Black, which is on my Booker shortlist that I have been unable to complete since the first time I completed that several years ago um really fantastic book and then um i also finished most recently writers and lovers by lily king just like a, it's, it's kind of a it's a it's a book about a writer but you know she's got like this anxiety and all this stuff going on and um i really enjoyed that and now i'm on the dutch house which i think is one from the Booker list, but might not be. I can't. I don't think so. I okay. think it's just it's Anne Patchett. Um, it, that one is performed by Tom Hanks. Yeah, it's, it's actually a really good. Sometimes I don't like when um, they get an actor or actress right. to to read um, these books, but he does such a good job, and it's really immersive. And I yeah. really, I'm really enjoying it. And look forward to um, yeah I, putting that on. I mean, I know I keep saying it, but I wish I could find more time for audiobooks, but it's just so limited. And plus they're just hard for me to listen to, but I do want to listen to a bunch of those. These are like newer ones that we picked out on audible someday, someday I'll find that time. <laughs> you know, they're putting out the, or I guess they probably already released the Sandman full cast reading of the, and I think it's like, I know it's a, a comic book, but I'm pretty sure that Neil Gaiman does like narration I love when uh, he does his. As far as like what's going on, and then the cast performs the dialogue. Yeah, I'm, it'll be interesting to to hear how that comes together because I comic to books like a are such a visual medium. It's a half of the half of the story, if not more than half of the story, yeah. is, is visual. Um, and there is just some really weird, cool things in those books yeah. that. Um, 
I don't you know. don't see how it'll, how, I, how it can be done without. I don't know how it would compare. I yeah. mean, like Sandman's such an iconic, game changing comic from when it came out. So. Yeah, it's one of those. Uh, I don't know, call it a blind spot. I have. I mean, it's not like I've read all the comic books, and Sandman's the one I haven't. But that's one that I've wanted to read for a long time, and we have like the first three or four volumes, and I've just I started the first volume and just never got into it and finished with that first to go on to the second to keep going and someday. Yeah. Well, I borrowed and read them all cause I wrote a paper on storytelling and for my comics, um, independent study I did. Uh, anything else you've been reading or, um, no, not that we haven't already gone over. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I finished uh, space. I have not been doing a lot of reading. I it finished sounds Space like Force. You have been, but I guess on Netflix, the no? first season. Isn't Space Force on Apple TV? Absolutely not. It's really? on Netflix, yeah. Then what's uh, the one that we've been watching on Apple TV, Apple Plus, whatever the Are you 100% sure that it's Netflix for Space Force? Yeah. Okay. Weird. <laughs> okay. It's it's on Netflix. I believe you. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like oh we were watching like Central Park. That's on I Apple mean TV sure Plus. that's on Apple. I don't I don't think there's is there a Plus? I don't know. It's Apple TV. I'm telling, <laughs> it's not just Apple TV. I think it's Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um but I love when we bicker. It's my favorite. <laughs> I don't even know what we're bickering about. <laughs> if there's a Plus on Apple TV and whether a certain show is there or not. I think it deserves but, a Plus. <laughs> do you I don't know. Uh, you know what you know what is good on apple tv though was that mythic quest show yes so good i but, want them to continue filming so right. everybody needs to stop spreading germs please <laughs> yeah it was uh those really enjoyable i mean we never like binge watch a show really anymore and that one you had already seen a, like a good portion of it episodes but, we started it on like Saturday morning and watched every episode back to back. Yeah. I was um, like, no, I'm going to, yeah, I was like, we need to start this over. Cause you're going to love this. Yeah. It was so good, which was accurate because it was really good. Super funny, uh, show about designing this video game. And yeah. the cast is just great. Yeah. I love when we can just like really laugh together at something like, you know? Yeah. Like, like w- what service carries space force. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, also, rewatching, and I'm almost done rewatching the first season of Umbrella Academy because the second season comes out uh, on the 31st, I think, yeah. this month, July. So I'm excited about that. I thought Tegan wanted to rewatch it with me, and about three episodes in, she was like, oh, I've seen this already like two times. And I was like, <laughs> Okay, I won't wait for you then. <laughs> well, she does She does a bunch of shit on her own when we're, you know, like we're at work and she's just chilling at home. Courtney's at work. and Yeah. So one thing that I did get to share with her that I'm very excited about and that she was very into was the Back to the Future trilogy. So we watched all those movies. Yeah. And then she put it on again the other day. She was like, oh, it's been like a little while since I watched the first one, which a little while must mean like, what, two weeks? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so. <laughs> like okay so we watched it again mm-hmm. so you spent a long time looking for the right sweatshirt that we had to order and I know. Uh, she very that is kind of the most annoying thing but also adorable is like anytime she gets into a new um 
property, like a new IP, she like has to have a hoodie or a sweatshirt up from it. And I'm like, we live in Florida. It's really <laughs> hot. Like how many yeah, sweatshirts do you time, need? Huh? <laughs> uh, we're gearing up. Uh, well, dark season three came out and we've been gearing up to watch season two for about a year and a half. Uh, and I really do so want to watch it. I do too. I loved the first season. Yeah. And I think Netflix has finally like provided season. What do you call them? Recaps. Summaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Recaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can watch the season one recap and then and roll then into, season season into season two. Season we watched two. the first episode, but we should just rewatch. Yeah. Cause I'm just kind of like, who's that? Who's this? Yeah. You know, especially because of the timeline jumping and like who's who and which timeline. And I don't remember names from that long ago. So, yeah, yeah we'll I, recap it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. Might have to read a dissertation on um, on each episode. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also watched the five blood, the five blood. So I just can't say it. I sound so stupid uh, on Netflix, which was the new perfect. Spike Lee movie, which was really good. Uh, and also watched showbiz kids, which is a new documentary that came out on HBO. I mean, it's about child actor stars that grew up in the eighties, like early nineties. Like, uh, they have Will Wheaton and Mila Jovovich and Mila Jovovich. What was she in other than the fifth element? (laughs) Right. Well, (laughs) apparently it was a lot of stuff because like she had this whole career, before that and then she kind of left acting and came back for that role and it really just changed the trajectory of her career but she was in a lot of stuff and they had they actually had cameron Boyce on the documentary like he had filmed for the documentary before he passed away early late last year sometime it was pretty recent uh evan rachel wood henry thomas the dude from uh et and suicide kings Yes, Suicide Kings. We were just going to watch that the other day, and then Courtney was like, no, yeah, I, have to, I have to go do this other thing. That's <laughs> important to my But future. it was pretty good. It was, it, was, it, was, it was a good documentary. It was directed and written by Alex Winter, who is Bill from Bill and Ted. And I, I don't know. I think it why was didn't like, we talk about this? Because that sounds something like something I would definitely want to watch. Yeah. Well, we can rewatch it, too. Uh, it was, I don't know if it was like co co-produced by bill simmons like bill simmons was involved in the making of the documentary and so he'd been talking about it on his podcast and made me want to watch it and i think as far as like other stuff i mean we've done so much and it takes us so long to sit down to record like we've since we last recorded i'm pretty sure in between we watched the king of staten island which was forever ago yes so i mean we don't really have to talk about it It was pretty good it was good i did like it yeah Um, it's much I, I'm not a huge fan of like uh, I'd say half of Judd Apatow's movies. But this one was <laughs> this one was very watchable. Yeah i I really liked a lot of the um, actors in that movie yeah. and their roles and yeah, I mean, uh, Bill Burr and Marissa Tomei were really yeah, and then whatever the name of the girl is that plays his girlfriend. Oh yeah, she's also in. Um, she has a role in um, the Morning Show. Uh, which you haven't seen. Another Apple TV Plus. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, yeah, I have not seen, but I have heard good things from you and other people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so um, I thought it was I thought it was good, and I thought the story was good. I mean, everything is 
there's like always some sort of, you know, somebody growing from some sort of life trauma or whatever. That, you mean there's a story? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying sometimes that kind of story is, I don't know, annoying. Not handled well. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was good in this one. You know? Yeah. I, I've not seen Pete Davidson in a lot of things. I don't, yeah, I don't think he's been in like a ton of movies. And I, I watched his stand up, his new stand up special on Netflix uh, a few weeks ago. Courtney put it on. Was it, was it good? good? Was it? Because yeah. I've been kind of just not interested. Yeah. It was okay. But he, he did a good job, I think. It was, it was good. It was good. Anyway, we should get into the bulk of the, the movie. I don't even yeah. know how long we've been going, but it seems to be taking forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sure I'll cut out more than half of it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you want to get into first? Cause... I don't know. Do you want to hit Hamilton first? Just because, oh, yeah, you know, we don't have to talk about it too much. but Right. Um, it was like such an emotional experience that I, I was not expecting it to be. Really? I mean... I was expecting it to be. <laughs> I was expecting to feel some kind of way a little bit, and I definitely knew I was going to enjoy it, but I wasn't expecting to feel so, it was like visceral. Like my whole body was just like excited. Yep. And like a lot of times we're watching stuff and I definitely get like, even if it's something I'm interested in, like I get a little bit distracted and I'll like pick up my phone and, there's like none of that. For, I mean, it's long too. It's like yeah. three hours long. Yeah. Almost, so. I just didn't, I didn't like, I, yeah, I just really enjoyed the whole experience of, um, cause we've been listening. I mean, just like everyone country, else, yeah. we've been listening to the soundtrack for forever. Like we used to, uh, we caught on like so early that like, the fucking Amazon wouldn't play the soundtrack unless you said specifically exactly what you wanted, what it you to, wanted yeah. to play. Yeah. Cause it was like, I don't Nobody listens to that. So, yeah. Uh, and the kids love it. And that was just how much they enjoyed it really meant a lot to me. And I don't know, just the overall experience. Even of, Jake, well, like yeah. this is so funny because you know, we were anticipating the day of release. Um, and we told, I told Jake about it the night before. He was very excited. And so, like, he got up super fucking early. Like, he will usually hang out in his room for a while, even after he wakes up, before he, like, pops his head out and wants something to eat. And, you know, Tegan wanted to sleep in, so we were, like, not going to watch it until later. But we were like, dude, we're going to get up and watch it in the morning. So go to bed, get some rest. And Jake came out and he just didn't really want to wait. So he started playing it on his iPad before like we were even ready to sit down. And and then we turned it on the TV and he wouldn't turn the iPad off. Well, so he had it running concurrently. Yeah, but he turned the sound off on yeah. it. But like, he was just so excited about it. He was like Hamilton now. Super, like Super cute. Yeah, yeah. So everyone was just really. I don't know. This, just seeing the stage. I mean, obviously watching the the emotion of the actors as they're up there on stage and hearing them sing in a different way, just because it's not like a studio recording. I really liked the whole production. I really enjoyed the rewind sequence and the story of yeah. tonight and the reprise and, and like, and I'd heard this, but anytime Jonathan Groff was on the stage, Oh my gosh. So, so good and so funny. And just like the perfect little yeah. staccato for her throughout the show, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, I mean, that, that's definitely one that's, like, we can just put on the TV and rewatch, and it's always going to be, in like, a... It's it's never going to be a thing that we're like, eh. Yeah, for sure. Uh, 
I don't know. Like, we don't have to talk about it too much, but it was really fun. Yeah. It was, it was, I'm glad that they released it a year early. I mean, yeah, everything that's I, going on in life, people needed to Glad I got to see it. Sad they had to. There's the need to try to pump out this content ahead of schedule because nobody has anything to do. Anyway, speaking of, one of the reasons that we have all these movies to watch at home is because like nothing's coming out in the theater. So, but a lot of that stuff was Netflix anyway, but like stuff like Greyhound was probably supposed, I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be released in theaters and yeah. then Apple bought it and now it's on Apple TV plus plus. <laughs> I guess it's not plus cause it is Disney plus, but I, I right. know it's not just Apple TV because Apple TV was a thing is, is a thing, a product, right? Their streaming service is called something else. Would you, I mean, we could Google it. I'm going to totally look it up. Right okay. Now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Keep talking. Okay. Do you, do we want to? Don't don't tell me what to do. <laughs> do you want to talk about Greyhound first or uh, uh, Eurovision? No. I'd like to get past Old Guard first. Old Guard first. Yeah, the Old Guard, which was I thought super enjoyable. Yeah. Like I want to rewatch it. When I was watching it, I was definitely into it, but it became very forgettable after the fact. Like I never really thought about it again. Yeah. So, um. Good movie, maybe not great movie. Or, I mean, I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's maybe, maybe it was a mood I was in. Or, maybe if we talk about it and then rewatch it, you'll be like, I actually like this mo- movie. Movie I, more? I actually like this movie more now. Or maybe I like it less. Maybe. Um, I mean, I liked <laughs> it. Possible. I definitely liked it. Like, we watched it. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's based on a Greg Rucka graphic novel, right? Not like a comic book series. I guess I should know that, but I don't, I don't know. They're all comics to me. He also, so yeah. well, I mean, he also did the worked on the screenplay free Apple TV plus premieres. Interesting. <laughs> there is that little plus. I think that makes, you think they would come I up think with that something. Makes me right. <laughs> is that what that means? Well, it doesn't make you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I see what's happening here. <laughs> Uh, but the old guard is on Netflix plus and (laughs) (laughs) so, I mean, the movie was directed by Gina Prince Bythewood, who I guess is probably best known for love and basketball, which I actually haven't seen, but she's done a lot of movies and TV shows that aren't necessarily action. So it's awesome that, you know, I think that's one of the reasons that the movie feels so different is there's just like, you know, other person coming in, this woman of color directs this superhero movie. Basically is, Mm -hmm. I feel like, I mean, maybe, maybe some of the stuff that was lacking that made it forgettable was like the, maybe like a, a deeper dive into like some of the background history of like the one that like drowning in the sea, like it just kind of was brought up. And then, I don't know. I, uh, well, yeah, I, I don't mean, know. I mean, they've definitely set it up to, and I think it's been pretty successful. Um, they definitely set it up as like a potential for running, you know, sequels and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I would, I don't know. I feel like maybe it felt like it just was a little incomplete. Maybe I liked it. I really did. I just maybe wanted more. Yeah. So it's got Charlize Theron. Um, another just kind of action movie vehicle for her, uh, which is always enjoyable, you know, atomic blonde or 
Mad Max, whatever, doesn't matter. And Kiki Lane is this new immortal, uh, plays this new immortal called Niall, I think. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I really enjoyed the fight choreography. Yeah. Because it's like, especially the way the team, I mean, there's like, I guess five now people on this team and the four people, the four immortals who have worked together for a long time, really like the choreography is different. I think in the way that they work together as a team while they're fighting, like just kind of knows each one knows what the other is going to do and kind of right. Because uh, they've been working together for, you know, hundreds seemed, of years, yeah, centuries. So. That seemed new to me. And also the, they do um, dive into like the toll of immortality. Right. Do you think it, I mean, I think it was, Maybe not extensive. I just feel like really. I don't know. Maybe for I need the to rewatch. Of time that, yeah, yeah, I mean, for the amount of time that the like the danger, like how you would really not want to be caught. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't want to be like you. You know, you brought up the lady who's put in like the iron coffin and fucking Tossed sunk to the, the bottom the of the ocean. Yeah, uh, and she's just down there, like dying and dying um, over and over again. Yeah, which seems absolutely terrible. <laughs> yeah. And they also, you know, a big part of it is uh, the Chihuahua Legia 4, his character serves as, I mean, he comes off as not a super great guy in the beginning of the movie because he kind of sets them up for um, for capture. And I mean, he wants humanity to benefit from, from them. But uh, towards the end of the movie, it also kind of expands upon like their impact mm-hmm. on on history. And he's been tracking how they the ripple effects of like their actions and the people they save and how that benefits humanity. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. Yes. I, I mean, I really did like it, but um, maybe I do need to watch it again. Cause like I said, I kind of, after we watched it, I just didn't really think about it again. Yeah. Well, I'm down. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so what's, what's next? I don't know. Eurovision. Eurovision. So good. So funny. I already watched it twice. <laughs> yes. uh, Eurovision song contest colon the story of fire saga oh my gosh so funny yeah i mean it's will ferrell uh rachel mcadams and i don't like every movie that will ferrell does but uh really just kind of knew that i was going to enjoy this even just based on like they it was probably concurrent with the trailer i'm not sure what was released first or if they were at the same time but the little two-minute music video they put out mm-hmm. uh, volcano man oh my god <laughs> so funny it was yeah, I mean the whole thing was just so funny, and like the characters just seem so genuine, and like ugh, it is great, and yeah. the music is fun, and it is corny, it's, it's and really it's supposed fun. to it's, be, and yeah. Like, and Tegan watched it, and she was like, "I kind of like this music." And I'm like, "I mean, I think it's, you're supposed you're to, supposed to, but you're also supposed to see because I mean, we've never watched the Eurovision contest in real life, but uh, you know, from from what I've heard, like their it's depiction, a big deal. Oh yeah huge deal but also the depiction while silly is also pretty pretty, pretty accurate, accurate as far as like yeah like you know, the, the huge like the, yeah theatrics and the color explosion and just like the like i mean i don't know if they do song alongs in their free time but like that <laughs> right. was so fun like it was fun definitely one that is um super rewatchable for me yeah i like the running bit about uh, the elves also okay oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, you know, the elves have gone too far. <laughs> it's so, I mean, like, I just feel like it, it's kind of a perfect comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And we've, you know, we talked about, 
I mean, obviously Will Ferrell is the one singing the Will Ferrell parts. You can just tell it's his voice, but they do an awesome job, like voice matching the characters like Rachel McAdams when she's supposed to be singing. It's, it, it totally sounds like it could be her voice. Right. And also, then, uh, what's his name? Dan. I mean, he's from tons of things, Beauty and the Beast and Legion, Legion, and Dan Stevens, Dan Stevens. His, and he's a Russian character from, um, Downton Abbey as well. Oh yeah. That show I haven't seen one episode of. So. <laughs> It's a good show. Jake likes it. (laughs) Does he watch it? I don't know if he like watch it. He knows he definitely wanted to go see the Downton Abbey movie. (laughs) Well, that's because he wants to see any movie. But But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I would recommend that to anybody. I don't. I mean, some people probably wouldn't take the extreme silliness of it. But I mean, like those people wouldn't wouldn't be my friends. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. (laughs) I'm already done talking to them. So, uh, I don't know. Did you have anything else on that one? Or? No. So did you want, I assume you want to save Palm Springs for last. Yeah. Cause I'd like to take a deep dive into that yeah. movie. Um, and so Greyhound, um, I don't know why I'm just discovering this cause it seems like I should have known how much I really enjoy watching war movies. I, I think you just rediscover it every time you watch a war movie. Cause you said the same thing when we saw it, when we, Cause you said the same thing when we went to see 1917. Um, yeah, I guess I just forget. A few months and ago, then, whenever that came out. Yeah, I forget. And then we remember when we see another one. Yeah. So I just need to like always remember and just like go see these movies instead right. of being like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, this, they can be a mess too, but there are lots of really good ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't see Midway. I don't really want to, but, yeah. but this one is, it's, it's really good. It's Tom Hanks. He's this captain of a, uh, a vessel that's supposed to be escorting goods transportation during world war two through what the black pit was is that mm-hmm. what they call it. Yeah. Uh, where they have no air support, but they are battling these German. Was it like how many hours of no air support? Uh, there's a lot though. Yeah. Isn't it? It's like 36 at least. I it's think. at least 36 yeah. hours. And yeah, no, so it's there's way like more a, than 36 hours. Cause I think it was, it's like a countdown, like a, the the movie is propelled by this time that they're, they're you know mm-hmm. uh unsupported there's really i mean it's a 90 minute movie which i t- told, told tegan it was real short it's 90 minutes she was like it's not short i'm like it's a, that's, that's a short, short for movie. a movie yeah and uh i mean the it's really self-contained like it's all on the boat except for the first part where he's um mm-hmm. talking to his you know girlfriend quote unquote <laughs> elizabeth shoe like i i'm sure that she is supposed to be meaningful to him and that she's supposed to like him. I just didn't get that from that, from that scene. Like I was like, are we supposed to think that she wants to be with him? Because it doesn't (laughs) seem like it. I mean, maybe they had to like, I don't remember the scene exactly, but maybe they had to film it like separately. Well, (laughs) I don't know if maybe like she seems like it seems like he would have to love the kind of woman that would be, more than okay and like super understanding of the fact that he's got to go do this dangerous mission. And so she's also aware that he could probably like really likely not make it back. And so why get super invested and emotional when you think you could lose someone during that time? So I I can see that. I was just like, uh, she doesn't want to come back. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just like, it was nice knowing you. Yeah. I got this other dude on the side. Yeah. 
No, uh, I mean, I think that that's probably done on purpose with, you know, like a, hey, you have this and like, let's, you know, let's talk about getting married after, after, yeah. if, if you come back, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, I just really, you know, moving past that, that whole bit, like the, just the, I don't know, the way everything played out on the ship, super cool. Like a lot of it is just kind of, you know, jargon that you would know if you were mm-hmm. a sailor, you know, <laughs> uh, but just the way it's delivered and the, the way the action is shot, you can still tell what's going on, even if it's, you mm-hmm. know, you don't really understand all everything that they're, that they're saying. And it was, it was, it was super intense. It was really good. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. guess that's really all I have to say about it, but it was, it was awesome. I, I also thought it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. It was smart. We liked it. No, you say that at the end. <laughs> I know. But I say it at the end because it's basically how we talk about everything. I know. <laughs> that's, I don't know. I mean, that was my line and then, and then it became your line. Okay. After that is not I what happened, it. but <gasps> you, you want to go back and listen. <laughs> sure. Go. I'm, I will cue that up for you <laughs> later today. Um, sounds like a plan. Do, do we want to talk about Greyhound anymore? No. We- Let's move on to Palm Springs, my current favorite movie. On Hulu. Yeah, I Period. don't care where it's streaming. <laughs> Hulu Plus. Hulu. Is Hulu Plus just without commercials? Or is it just Hulu and you pay more for it? I don't know if it's a plus. I don't know. Well, we don't have to keep this bit up. (laughs) All right. Anyway, it's Andy Samberg and Christina Milioti. Um, She's been a few things here and there. She was in an episode of Mythic Quest, which was one of the best episodes of Mythic Quest. I really liked it. The flashback episode. It was like a, again. Kind of just like a self-contained episode that was... Uh, just really cool because then I think you watched that episode first yeah, that and the then first we rewatched from the beginning. Cause I was like, if you like this, you need to see all of this. Um, and it's cool to like, as you're rewatching, you're seeing things that were addressed in that like self-contained issue. Anyway, we're not really talking about the quest. <laughs> yes. So moving on, we she's really like also, <laughs> she was also in um, uh, an episode of Fargo. Uh, an episode of Black Mirror. I put a note A2, and I don't know what that is. So I thought when I made a note that I would know what that was, and I just can't remember. But um, so she's been, oh, A to Z. It's not A <laughs> to I can't even remind my. So there was like a very short-lived like um, sitcom uh, that she was in. And she played this character, Zelda, and it's like a, romantic comedy type deal and it wasn't only a few episodes that came out several years ago and she plays a very different kind of character in the few things that i've seen her in most recently and i do she was definitely like lighter and bubblier and i like this like sort of darker moody thing that she's doing with palm springs and also in that episode of mythic quest um I think it suits her, and I think she was a really good choice for this. A really good choice for for this movie, yeah. And a good compliment to Andy Samberg. Yeah, I um, I think we'll have to do like some spoiler stuff when we talk yeah. about the the movie. Right? I don't so think we that there's tell. any way 
not to. So cool. I'm just saying we should say it up front. Yeah. Cause I mean, one of the, I mean, it's another pretty short movie. It's like 90 minutes, but yeah. one of the best parts, uh, I don't know. The whole movie is fantastic. If, I but mean, every, every part is fantastic. The reveal of the conceit of the movie is obviously towards the beginning and just really well done. Mm-hmm. It's they a, throw a you Groundhog in. Day situation, but you, you're thrown in when Andy Samberg's character is already in that time, time loop, loop, but you don't know that he's in the time loop until, and he starts doing like some weird things. Yeah. Like precognition type stuff where yeah. I'm like, is he, can, is he like a psychic? <laughs> like I didn't know, but you already knew what some of the stuff was going on. No. Well, cause you said, I said, I said, what is he psychic with this whole choreography at the beginning? And you're like, I think it's more like a, a groundhog day kind of thing. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, which so funny when we rewatched it with the kids, as soon as, you know, we discover that they are reliving the same day. Courtney goes, it's groundhog day. Yeah. He was really excited. Um, and Tegan said, this is her new favorite movie too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's really, it's, it's just really good. I was just trying to think of like other movies where the time loop is, but I mean, I obviously the, the reference is always going to be groundhog day, right? But edge of tomorrow is also really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, looper, but a little bit of a different kind of <laughs> loopers. <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. And, um, you can just cut that out. That's yeah. stupid. My jokes, oh no. My jokes do not. That's the, <laughs> I landed, landed hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> Flat on its face. Um, yeah, I don't know. And J.K. Simmons is also in the movie. He's got a smaller part as, you know, this guy who kind of got stuck yeah, in the time loop as well. A smaller but important yeah, role. very important. Know? And I don't know. I just, I really like the way that they developed the relationship between Niles and Sarah, the Andy Samberg and Christina Milioti mm-hmm. uh, characters. And I don't know, uh, just the, the dance sequence that they... You see them practicing their little little yeah, dance, and then they so have great. this whole choreographed thing that they like burst into the bar and dancing around to the music with like I mean, jean jackets just, and scarves. I mean, can you just imagine like the crazy shit you would do if you had that kind of redoability, like yeah. where you could just yeah. And they they also they dive into stuff like that, like you know, talking about the relationship between the characters. It's how they kind of pull each other away from this nihilistic. I mean, they don't know how long that Niles character has been in the, in the time loop, but Mm -hmm. like, he like can't remember what his job was before. I mean, or can he, and doesn't want to talk about it. But the thing is, it 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 does seem pretty genuine where he's like, I don't remember. I I mean, the time passing in this thing is, is just crazy. It's like, I love, I mean, one of my favorite scenes in the, movie was also the the bomb guy scene <laughs> at the wedding yeah i'm a bomb guy <laughs> i was a bomb guy <laughs> I, was, I used to be a bomb guy i think yes. is what he said was so, so funny, funny. <laughs> oh i think we could just probably like say lines from the movie and just laugh which would probably be very boring to the one person that listens to this hmm. so I, I just recommend you go watch it um i really like the came to, came to listeners since the beginning of the pod <laughs> i mean i listened to it after anyway Anyway, i just think the concept while being 
not completely original with this reliving the day was done in such a really smart and uh cool kind of way like where i don't know they go over all of the like it could be this it could be this like i don't know like does it does it even really fucking matter like um such a good watch yeah just such a good watch i guess we should probably wrap it up yeah i got shit to do yeah <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> uh so yeah that'll 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 be it for for this week and and uh you know we also have a website geektrue.com and uh facebook page instagram lots of action so much so action. Much, much action anyway that'll that'll wrap it up so it was fun it was smart we liked it